0: Welcome to this episode of the Fat Guys Compendium of Life podcast with your hosts, Craig and Alex.
1: Welcome to the Fat Guys Compendium of Life. I am Craig. And I'm Alex. We are, well, (laughs) fat. So, we decided to start this little here podcast because, well, we're fat and we have a lot of things to say, and we have a lot of things to say about, well, everything.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> when you think about the premise
1: of it, it really sounds stupid, but, well, well, But, you know, why does anybody start a podcast? Because generally, they like the sound of their own voice. I guess. I mean, I don't really care for the sound of my
0: voice, but... Well, when you're listening to me... I do like talking about stupid things. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed that little hesitancy there, but there was another one that wanted to come out. I'm I'm trying to be a good more today. Self-control. Self-control. All right. (laughs) Speaking of which, there was no self-control today. (laughs) But... We'll talk about that. (laughs) I was doing good all week.
1: So so if you can't tell, we're here to just talk about the daily stuff that happens in life. From, you know, the food we ate, the food we ate that we shouldn't eat, Alex. Or, you know, just the other stuff that affects our lives.
0: And really it's just giving a different perspective on things, you know. It's interesting because Craig and I, we both grew up very different very different circumstances although if you look at us uh, some people would say that we are the same person your mom including my own mother rest <laughs> in peace um, which is a whole other story for another day but it's it's cool because we come from two different places being the fact that we both share the fact that we're part black and we're fat and uh, You know we can still come together and we can still bring our eccentric things and you know just build family bonds and stuff like that so it's interesting to think about it is and i mean the whole point of this
1: this podcast is for us to expand our family um there's a lot of people out there who have experienced similar things that we have and they feel alone you know so, hey, it ain't easy being fat. One, yeah. two. I mean, not only is it not easy getting you know a flight on an airline where they have the right size seatbelt extender, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy, you know, navigating life. So, you know, it's something I had to learn a long time ago to be okay with myself and to make fun of myself and realize that it's okay. And if somebody else does it, you know what? They can go pound sand. Nothing they can say can bother me. So this is a place where we can all feel okay and maybe learn something. Maybe learn something that you shouldn't learn. You know, you never know. I'm sure there'll be a lot of that.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure. But it's it's funny because you were talking about like being comfortable with yourself. As you know, growing up part Samoan, um, I would say the more Americanized, Europeanized Samoans, because our diets are much different, uh, we tend to be larger people. Most think, people think that we're just born these big, massive giants that just pop out our poor mother's wombs. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so only an American, i <laughs> So for me, it's it's always. I mean, that's all. I've pretty much, you know, that was my whole thought process. Like, oh, look at that poor skinny boy. <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't nothing to it. It was just, that's just, it it just was what it was. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, later on in life, you have to look at things a little differently um, with health and all that kind of stuff. And we, you know, it's another topic for another day. But, you know, that's just always been my mentality. I mean, I was 290 in high school playing football. I was 290 my first couple of years of college playing. Oh, you were tiny. (laughs) <laughs> I was in shape, yes. <laughs> that would that would be considered in shape for me. <laughs> I,
1: while I was playing football in high school, I was 320. I was 320. I squatted, you know, almost 1,000 pounds. I could push a school bus by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had that crazy leg strength. Well, that's what you get for being a lineman. But... <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah, you were tiny compared to me. Granted, they must see they, they must have knew that we were somewhat related somehow, because that was the weight that they kept telling the other teams that I was that we played against. <laughs> I could look at the at the sheet. I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> when was I 280? <laughs> when was I
0: 290? I actually did something like that in, in a in junior college, This <laughs> Everybody had to be a minimum of 290. <laughs> and I remember this Samoan dude named Junior, which there's a lot of Samoan dudes named Junior. But this one particular dude, Junior, he was probably about 235, 240. And then they put on the roster that he was like 290, 295. And we all just looked at it. We just started dying laughing. <laughs> I was like, buddy, you gotta join us at Jack in the Box, bro. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not working out for you, buddy. <laughs> we gotta make it. We gotta make you a truthful man. <laughs> oh, what? So there's a lot of
1: Samoans named Junior. A lot of Tongans named Sione.
0: Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. And it's not like a. It's not like a. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. Junior. It's Junior. <laughs> you know, like my brother is Junior because he's named after my father we call them or my parents call them junior as a nickname but not as like a first name so that's yeah, yeah there's that
1: they're, they're special people they sound like they're a little redneck
0: probably and if you were to take a, a hawaiian uh, comedian named augie t seriously he says that most uh mulks or what well, i would call fobs fresh off the boats a couple jeans away from being redneck <laughs> don't take my word for it go watch his special
1: i will throw up a link to that too. give everybody a, a good chuckle so i've been i've been really getting into just in general uh like polynesian culture more so i guess we'll say the last six seven years than i probably did any other time during my life hmm. i'll put it in. as you know i've had several polynesian families throughout my uh Throughout my existence, uh, a couple of Hawaiians, and well, one you know, one Samoan family that leans fairly pylongy So, uh, so for those of you who don't know that that means a little pale will be nice. It literally means burst of light or heaven's burst. See, that's see, that's very nice
0: <laughs> for saying white people. <laughs> <laughs> No hate here. Just saying. That's what I literally mean. (laughs) So
1: you may hear some things that are terms that you've never heard before. We'll try to uh, define them as we go along. If we think about it. Yeah. Um, You may hear some things that make absolutely no sense. And that's because Alex got stuck trying to speak pigeon again.
0: But anyways. Which, by the way, my pigeon is quite horrible these days. I'm, I'm very ashamed of myself.
1: My, my pigeons like my Spanish. I can understand it more than I can speak.
0: <laughs> I went home. The last time I was home was right before the pandemic hit. And uh, I was trying to bust them out, but it just uh, didn't <laughs> work out for me. So I just stopped. I just stopped. I'm like, I'm from Texas. <laughs> Even though that's probably a mis hope to all people from Texas. I apologize. Mm, I, I, know, I know a lot of people from Texas. You're fine. I do too, but they're all from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was amazed that when I went to uh, the temple there in uh, Dallas, that they have a Tongan, you know, live session in Tongan. So I wondered where they were all hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen them.
0: <laughs> I would say that's, that kind of that reminds me of my first year when I went to the Bayou, which for those who don't know what that is, that's uh, BYU, Brigham Young. And uh, I would say my first six months or so there, I kept hearing about all these people, about all these Polynesians everywhere. And uh, I didn't see a lick of them. And there was a whole bunch of people that I grew up with from Hawaii that was apparently going to school there. I didn't see any of them either. (laughs) And then finally, um, every year around March or so, they do, basically like the equivalent of like a smaller version of what they do at the Polynesian Culture Center or at Tihati's in Waikiki. They put on a big show of uh, Polynesian dances and whatnot. And uh, everybody and their mom came out. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, where have you bastards been hiding this whole time? Been so alone. (laughs) Going to Walmart by myself. I had to hanging make it out. hang it out, funny I had to, out. <laughs> awkwardly in the dorms by myself. <laughs> it's like man. But yeah. I know what grown, you mean.
1: Growing up in Ohio, yeah, there's not a lot of Polynesians in Ohio. <laughs> you know
0: what though? They you know hide. what though? They are very good at hiding. They're <laughs> amazing. Um, so a mutual friend of ours that telling us they have an insane amount of family out here. It's like every time I turn around, they got a new cousin popping out from bloody who knows which of what's somewhere up in a rolling hill somewhere. See, maybe the problem is most of them are like the
1: size of Patti and they just hide. They hide under chairs, hide under tables,
0: you know. Well, (laughs) well, all right. I think I've told you this story before. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've told you this before. But once upon a time, when I first moved here um, this is right after my daughter Keilani was born we were at a Burlington Coat Factory in Columbus because that's where I was living at the time and I just happened to see this massive dude 6'6, uh. 6'7 <laughs> six, 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 if I had to put a weight on him he's be somewhere between 250-270 which that height, that weight for a Polynesian guy is pretty thin all things considered and i kept staring him. i was like man i know this dude is polynesian guaranteed this dude and i was full on stalking him you know I'd like circle around different <laughs> building aisles and stuff and then at one point i made my daughter who was probably only a few, 10 months old at the time i was like kilani go run that way so she starts running <laughs> and then i call her county and i look call her out name and then i look over at the dude real quick And he looks up at me. I was like, I gotcha. (laughs) It doesn't always work that way, though. It doesn't always work. But here was the kicker. Here was the kicker. (laughs) My dude was looking at board shorts, surfing (laughs) shorts, beach shorts in the middle of October. I don't know. Looking at board shorts in the middle of October in Columbus, Ohio, when it's getting cold, is not a normal thing to do. No,
1: no, it's not.
0: So I ran up on him. I'm like, hey, are you Polynesian?
1: He's like, yeah, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had the thick nose and everything. I was like, oof. Homesick <laughs> already, instantly. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out he was from Kailua, which is kind of uh near the Head uh, military base, beautiful beach area and whatnot. Grew up, at, grew up out that way. And he, he moved out this way because his uh, fiance lived out here. And then I lost touch with him because I broke my phone. And then it turns to find out, and this is where it brings it back full circle. Um, he's related, I believe, to Vika and the Tongas. <laughs> so there you go.
1: Oh, man. Oh, it's, it's amazing how many people you end up finding out are related to
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They got so many families. It's like in the sands of the sea. <laughs> and I'm like oddball polynesian family out we got like a few cousins here a couple cousins there all the all the all my uncles and aunties pretty much only had about two three kids each
1: well i mean hell i told you who one of my uh my polynesian friends were and you're like wait are they related to so and so and so and you know and i'm and i'm gonna butcher their name but you know a lot of loose us i mean they yeah how many of how many of them are out there
0: I'm finding a lot. <laughs> the one family how many name. grains? How many grains of sand you got at the beach in Toledo? That's how. That's how. How many family members I got?
1: The uh, the one family I knew growing up, there were. Hold on, hold on, I gotta count. I don't think I need my toes to count them. <laughs> hold on, wait. <laughs> There's seven, maybe eight. If I miss one eight at the most of the kids that's not counting the parents the two parents so yeah that's a lot (laughs) so if all of their family members did that well I mean they could take over Samoa next week yeah pretty much (laughs) so again you'll hear a lot of stupid stuff like this (laughs) on this podcast but one of the things that we like to do is we like to complain about things
0: Um, so who, who doesn't but you know It's good to get together sometimes and just vent with people. Get it off your chest. So, you know. Constructively. Constructively.
1: Sure, we'll call it constructively.
0: Okay, I'm lying. Sometimes it's just I'm lying. It's just (laughs) trash talk full on.
1: So, I mean, because I mean, there's not much we can do about things like, you know, what airlines do. Um, No matter how much you tweet while you're sitting there on the tarmac for two hours. They really don't look at, maybe they knew I was black and didn't care. I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, we're here to voice our opinions. And if you don't agree with us, that's fine. We have a forum on our website, which is fatguymedia.com. Fatguys, G-U-Y-Z dot com. um, Where you can argue back with us. Give us some good ideas of things to argue about.
0: Or complain. All those about. names that we already know about and really don't care at this point.
1: But now I will say if you get too, too, uh, I don't know, too personal, you will disappear. <laughs> I'm not saying not like, you're just going to be on like, the website or in real not life. Not like
0: Mafia disappear, you know, just.
1: <laughs> I don't know, maybe we'll just come over to your house and eat everything in your refrigerator. But.
0: Unless your fridge sucks, then uh, <laughs> I'd just rather not at that point. Then you just sit there in misery with your garbage fridge.
1: <laughs> but we're going to take you along on all of our adventures, um, whether we're you know, we going to Hawaii or Nashville or Las Vegas, you'll, you will start to see videos and things like that from us talking about our adventures in food land, as I like to call it.
0: Actually, the grocery store in Hawaii is called Foodland. <laughs> and it's a great grocery store.
1: So, they have all types
0: of awesome things. Let's see.
1: Um, I have been to a food circus. I have been to a food lion. I have been to a Piggly Wiggly, which that's an experience all of, in and of itself. Um, I think, you know, everybody's really been to a Kroger for the most part. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, I mean... Well, If we see something interesting, taste something interesting, we'll let you know about it. Um, You're going to hear about my adventures in fast food in a foreign land. Um, I've recently moved to the south, so there's a whole different brand of fast food down here that you'll get to hear about. Everything from a place called Wiener Works, which is a really bad name for a urologist's office.
0: I was going to say it sounds very awkwardly (laughs) sensual, but... In a nerdy kind of way,
1: it's not good.
0: <laughs> well, is it better than uh, chili on spaghetti?
1: All right, so here's what I'll say: chili on spaghetti, like real chili on spaghetti, not Cincinnati chili. Real chili on spaghetti has a place. Cincinnati chili, the only place it has is in a garbage disposal. <laughs> you don't need you know, unless you're unless you're doing a proper mole. And trying to incorporate that into chili. You don't need to be putting cinnamon or any of that other crap in your chili. It's effing chili, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very strongly about.
0: there's one of the two places look, out here. In a while? There's Skyline Chili and then there's Gold Star. Gold Star. But. I've never I had Gold Star, but I can't imagine it's much better than Skyline. No. I'm just gonna say that. I mean, People I mean, hate on me for my classes, classics from back home. I'm going to hate on y'all for your ugly, nasty chili spaghetti garbage. It's it, horrible.
1: But, I mean, like, if you had a good chili, you put it on spaghetti. I mean, it's nothing more than, like, adding beans to a, a good, you know, marinara sauce with some meat. It's kind of along that, that line.
0: That still didn't work for me. Ah. <laughs> I was not saying I'm not open to it. It just... All right, fine. Just saying. I got to make chili off my spaghetti. (laughs) Although I can't really complain because, I mean, you know, I was a big fan of hot dog Getty, Spam Spam Getty, and corned beef Getty, and corn Getty. Anything that my pork could put on top of something to make it more filling.
1: Shoot. I mean, my favorite still to this day is... Peas, tuna fish, and mac and cheese. I, I can see that. that. That's it is a poor man's uh, like chicken noodle casserole.
0: I could dig that. That's pretty. Fricking. I've actually eaten something to that effect before. It's not bad. And then the people are going to come back and say, "Well, you just said chili and spaghetti is gross. <laughs> it is gross. It's bloody gross." If I had a choice between eating that or watching somebody bleed out in the hospital, which ICU nurse here or former ICU nurse, I'd rather watch watch the latter because I won't mess with that nasty chili. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't do it.
1: See, you just got to have better chili. Got to have better chili. All it is.
0: Maybe I'll, like, <laughs> maybe I'll do an experiment. I'll <laughs> do an experiment and I'll cook up some dope chili.
1: Hell, if you go out and get a can, and this is a chili that my wife turned me on to when we were dating just because her, you know, her grandma knew she was missing home, so she sent her a case of Wolf brand chili. All right? Okay. Wolf brand chili with meat. If you want, don't want, to, want the beans in it, just do without beans and just dump that on some spaghetti. That is a quick, easy way. Wolf brand chili is, I'll call it the best eating chili out of a can because it has a little bit of a kick to it. It's nice.
0: And they sell it just about everywhere?
1: They've so when we first got together, they weren't selling it in Ohio, so that's why her grandmother sent it to her from Oklahoma. Gotcha. But now, yeah, you can buy it anywhere. Um, heck up, I buy it down here. So no, I, I like me some Wolf Brand chili.
0: Not a sponsor, by the way.
1: Not a sponsor. It's just some good. <laughs> 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 I
0: don't know why I'm saying that. We don't have any sponsors.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean. We'll
0: have a sponsor to hear about in
1: the middle of it, um, because you know, Anchor does does give everybody a sponsor, so they will hear about th- hear about eww, hear about that in a little bit. Just a little porky to pig moment there. Sorry about that, but oh,
0: yeah, no. no, I'll I'll try making up some some good chili, and then I'll try it on some spaghetti. All right, we'll continue this conversation <laughs> uh, <laughs> another day. I mean hell, I mean.
1: So genealogically,
0: <laughs> we'll
1: put it that way. My background, um, you know, I'm African American and I am Italian. So there's, you know, for the most part, that's my, my two biggest chunks. So there was a lot of pasta in my house, bro. Really. So I've done some crazy with pasta. Um, I remember I've made, I, well, I did like just like butter noodles mm-hmm. with um, garlic. Oh God, I love garlic. And like, I like double, triple, any recipes garlic just so I can actually taste it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but That would have been I, I, a pleasure playing next to you in practice sweating <laughs> all that damn garlic. <laughs> You got some bread?
1: (laughs) (laughs) On your forehead? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway.
0: It's so gross, but it's funny.
1: One of the times my mom was in the hospital, I was at home. I made some just butter noodles with garlic. And I put so much garlic in it, my apartment smelled like garlic for like two weeks. And everywhere I went, I couldn't smell anything but garlic. And and I, and it was like a big like you know one of those like three pound boxes of spaghetti I made. <laughs> I was eating on it for days. <laughs> so all it was, you know, there was Garlic Craig walking around. You know, everywhere I walked, Italians perked up like mama. You
0: know? <laughs> Your girlfriend's like, you like my perfume? Like, mm, smells garlicky.
1: <laughs> but yeah. No, I, I've, you know, my cholesterol's always good. <laughs> That's one thing I always say is my I've never, I've never gone to the doctor and the doctor really ever complained about my cholesterol. <laughs> so garlic, it works. Oh man, mine's been crappy. I mean, it's better now, but well, you know what? You're not eating enough garlic.
0: Well, not enough fresh garlic.
1: I, I should come over and make some spaghetti for you.
0: As long as my house doesn't uh, smell like garlic for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> you could put better some good, good good, good uh, chili on it, too.
1: It's better than guinea pig. <laughs> oh. Well.
0: Uh, so my daughter I, would hate that, but yeah. I,
1: I know. <laughs> I mean, when when she has a birthday party and her big request is, you know, can Uncle Craig not make fun of me?
0: It's... <laughs> what do you want for your birthday I don't want Uncle Craig to make fun of me in front of everybody (laughs) I can't promise that I'll get you a Porsche but I can't promise that
1: (laughs) hey I was on my best behavior
0: (laughs) (laughs) she's so funny speaking of her she's at her uh, friend's house right now Uh, she was only supposed to go for a play date then it turned to overnight (laughs) now it's turned to two overnights and uh, I was like, I don't know, maybe I should just leave her there. <laughs> hey, can we just change her last name and snap? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, she has guinea <laughs> pigs too. You got to take uh, those. <laughs> I'll bring the guinea pigs and the rabbit over. <laughs> all the poop that they made, oh, man, that kid just cracks me up. Man, right? oh, I mean, hell, you know,
1: kids, yeah. they, they've created some interesting moments in our lives. From you know late night snack fest at the hospital to. <laughs>
0: Oh. I instantly thought so back <laughs> back when uh when our kids when it was just our two oldest kids um and we were both going to church together in Columbus Craig and I would always skip out on the main meeting and just go straight back to the nursery room and we'd uh break into the toy section via butter knife from the church kitchen you
1: know what butter knives are a very underutilized tool they're screwdrivers, emergency keys, you know, you name it, you can do it with a butter knife for the most
0: part. Yep. And I think my favorite is the fact that, uh, we used to basically do fat boy potlucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, church got more, in, more interesting when there was brownies involved
0: and cinnamon rolls and <laughs> root beer, <laughs> cookies, ice cream. Hey, you got, you got to, got to find ways to survive. That was a hell of a way to survive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was funny. We uh, we went to church the other day, and I'm sitting there looking around. I was like, man, I'm kind of hungry right now. My wife looks at me and goes, you miss Alex, don't you? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, just a bag of snacks would show up on my lap. It was nice. <laughs>
0: I can't just have you starving to death you know we got we got appearances to keep up you know how are we going to look like each other if you start losing weight (laughs) you know that that whole first
1: hour you know you gotta can't survive from breakfast to that first hour it's
0: too tough it's too tough it's too demanding oh right
1: now you'd be I I still got a crap ton of Girl Scout cookies in this house (laughs) I never thought I'm like I can deal with I can live without Girl Scout cookies. I've always, you know, loved that time of year. Now I'm just like, ugh, I got a crap ton of Girl Scout cookies. It's so good. But granted, I did turn it into a blog post that, you know, will get thrown out there at some point about, you know, the best Girl Scout cookies. Um, um, I will say that some idiot from the LA Times wrote one that was completely stupid. I don't give a crap if he is a Dreams Beard award-winning writer, He doesn't know a damn thing about anything fat. I will tell you that much. So, skinny. <laughs> Nobody skinny should be allowed to win a James Beard Award. award. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you haven't had enough food <laughs> to have a substantial waistline, you should be disqualified.
0: I'm just saying. Uh. I don't know, I think that even has to have parameters because some people's waistlines are just way too big and they're not eating the good enough quality food to, they're just eating any old thing.
1: Now, I will say this, all right? I grew up eating just about any old thing, all right? My brothers worked at McDonald's. (laughs) I worked at Wendy's growing up. Little Debbie was my secret side piece. (laughs) And every now and then I'd cheat on Little Debbie with Dolly Madison. (laughs) you slut (laughs) you know i mean where i grew up it was pretty much they they consider it a food desert because Um, you know there's no no food but processed food unless you went to like the one grocery store near us within walking distance so yeah no i i pretty much grew up in a food desert um but I will tell you, I do love me some really expensive shit. <laughs> I will go to a restaurant. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of lamb. I am a big proponent of uh, veal. I love me some, you know, French prepared venison. But hopefully they, you know, give me, like give me actual pieces of meat instead of like little appetizers and call it a meal. Um, I don't know, you probably never went there. There's a place called the Refractory up there on Bethel Road there in Columbus. Yep, nope. <laughs> so we, the wife and I, we went for her birthday. Mother-in-law got us a gift card and everything like that. And I go in and I'm looking at the food and I'm like, really, all right, Th- this meal is like, you know, $200 all together. Can I go get a burger after this? <laughs> I want to feel full. (laughs) I don't, if my wallet's going to be light, I want my stomach to be heavy. (laughs) You don't get that going there. (laughs) You know, all I can say with going to the refractory is,
0: ain't nobody got time for that.
1: So I, I love me some food and I, and I've learned to cook fairly well I, might I, I, I do have to say my wife is very impressed with my cooking abilities um, it's probably one of the main reasons she married me
0: <laughs> um, I think that's one of the reasons my wife probably regrets being married to me now <laughs> what <laughs> is that you cook all the time <laughs> I get impatient sometimes when I'm waiting for her to cook I just jump in and take over
1: Oh, I've come to your house and she's looked at me and asked me to cook.
0: (laughs) See, She's not asking you, she's asking me. Which, by the way, is the same person.
1: (laughs) Apparently. I mean, she's made that mistake before. (laughs) 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 Oh, so many inappropriate things just went through my head. Oh, that's wrong. (laughs) Oh. Just because I I remembered also what she said when she made that mistake from the back of your head you kind of look like Alex, <laughs> like wow. Anyways, <laughs> oh lordy, I had more hair then I
0: guess. <laughs> the back of my head looks pretty scarier right now. I just gave up at a certain point and I just uh just went for the ball look. Buck- in fact, the first time I went completely bald and just completely shaved it all off, picked it all off, and I uh, went to church and I walked in, and I don't remember what her name was, but uh, one of those kind of busybody folks came up and she's like, "Oh no, oh no, Alex. oh no, no, you gotta, you gotta grow up back." I'm like, "Okay, mom, like, <laughs> you got something for me to splash on here and make it pop out, uh, pop back out?"
1: Nah, uh, nah. See, I never got that. And I do remember the first time I've picked my head. I was in, I wanna say seventh grade. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I got the worst case of the flu because my dumbass did it in the middle of frickin' February. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was out of school for three days. I was
0: not enjoying, <laughs> enjoying it at all. <laughs> for, for me, it's like, different because I mean I always used to have thick long hair for a number of years so once I started going bald oh, I had a midlife crisis in my 20s and then now one day I was just like F it, I'm just gonna grow a beard
1: it just all it did was it shrank down it stopped coming out the top and needed to come out the bottom
0: yeah it came out my face came out my neck came out my back <laughs> Everywhere else that I don't want it to come out, it's coming out.
1: Uh, see, all right. I, I never had that problem of worrying about my body being smooth. You know, I never really, you know, I didn't have a baby oil of fascination or anything like that. So uh, I, my mom told me when I came out, I looked like a little monkey. So hairy back, hairy chest, not much hair on my head. So she knew where it all was. Uh, But yeah.
0: You were basically an Ewok. A bald Ewok, yes.
1: <laughs> so, uh, this, is, this is, you know, this is what Alex and I do when we're together in person. Uh, this is what we do when we talk on the phone. And I'm sure sometimes, well, I know there are certain things where I've internalized Alex. So I'll do something and I'll hear him say something. Oh.
0: <laughs> Which is what happens when you're the same person.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I hear my own voice in my head, <laughs> and it's weird because I, I I don't quite sound the same. <laughs>
0: but uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. We appreciate you guys listening in and rapping with us today, and uh, hopefully, a lot of our conversation wasn't too over your head and thought it was stupid, then why the hell did you listen to it to begin with? <laughs> and if
1: you thought it was stupid, well, you figured out pretty much the whole premise of our show. Yes. So, um, <laughs> um, we're here to make you laugh. Sometimes we're here to make you think. Hopefully at some point we can make you hungry too. That's that's what we do here. We eat.
0: Otherwise, well, it wouldn't be called fat guys. It'd be called something else.
1: It'd be called two skitties fighting over a chicken wing. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs>
0: monetized. <laughs> I was being good this whole time.
1: <laughs> hey. <laughs> See, yeah, no, we'll just bleep that out. <laughs> they can play they can play with what that word was. Ah, <laughs> uh, bet you don't know what that word was. Ha. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> We'll go ahead and let everybody go you guys have a wonderful day evening um, morning soak in the bathtub if that's your thing whatever we, we will uh, hopefully you'll check us out our next episode Mahalo for listening and you' been shooting <laughs> all right talk to you guys later bye you guys